0: Hello. Hi. I made it. Yes.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm doing way too much stuff today.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Ugh. But I'm, I'm excited that we're so... Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, see, I literally just jinxed myself. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that I was excited or like proud of us for being so prepared. Mm-hmm. But then I had to take my vest off because I was cold but then because we're doing the podcast and I have my headphones on the wire kept rubbing on the zipper of the vest and it was driving me crazy okay so I had to take it off uh, so now so, you're just cold it's all right I'll be okay
1: I'm sure you will be you tell <laughs> Jeff and I that we are we're fine all the time yes
0: But <laughs> it's my go-to
1: yeah you're fine yeah.
0: This is fine. It's
1: fine. I'm glad we're getting this done. I feel like I'm doing a million things at once. I had a doctor's appointment. I'm crocheting. I'm going over my notes. I'm doing this podcasting with you. Then I have an eye appointment. It's just, it's too, way too much for someone like me that's retired.
0: It is a lot all for one day. I was editing the episode that we already did. Now I had to stop doing that so that we can record this episode. (laughs) <laughs> These are good problems to have. Don't get me wrong. Like we're doing all yeah. this stuff so far in advance. Yes. But it's just, yes, it's a lot.
1: It yeah, is a lot. I'm trying not to hyperventilate. <laughs> Remembering to do my breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it's just a lot of stuff to remember or what? I don't know. Just every, maybe I've had too much coffee. I don't know. Mm. I had to make a list last night of all the shit I had to do today oh God, so that I, I wouldn't that. forget because I have mm-hmm. so much stuff to do and some of it was like it has to be done tomorrow or by tomorrow so yeah I totally well, we, feel that then we better just freaking get on it yes let's hop on to this this is our Thanksgiving episode
1: happy Thanksgiving to those of you that celebrate, and those that don't, you should. It's the perfect excuse to stuff yourself with really good food.
0: Yes, it is very good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Thanksgiving you can you can really do be thankful for anything, right? It's I know it's like a American holiday. Yeah, but it's a made up holiday. Let's be real. Like we could just be thankful no matter where we are in the world, right? Right. And it's just an excuse
1: to eat a lot of food. And I'm all for
0: that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we are doing a Thanksgiving themed book. I'm so excited to talk to you about this book. Yeah, you're the one that picked it. I am. You're welcome. I want to be on the record. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh my God. Okay. There's going to be a lot of spoilers in this for me. So if you don't want anything spoiled for you regarding this book, You might want to tap out till you finish reading it and then come back and find us. So the book is
0: called Full Sat. It's a Thanksgiving erotica from the, I believe this is the series, Monster Ever After. Yes. Oh yeah, because it says right here, part of Monster Ever After. And there's seven books in that series. Dear God, there's one for every holiday, apparently. I think so. The author is Leila Faye and congratulations to her because she actually has the coveted orange banner on Amazon for number one new release in humorous erotica. Really? Two words I never thought I would say in the same sentence, but apparently humorous <laughs> erotica exists. <laughs> Yes, apparently it does. This book was 148 pages. And oh, we actually got very lucky. It actually just released a week ago.
1: Oh, no kidding. And she's so. already, wow, that's really interesting.
0: So good for her. So, do you want me to read the blurb?
1: Oh, yeah, please. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. The description is he can procure anything his price to be paid on her knees. When Jennifer's cat falls ill, her only chance to save him is to find raccoon, the elusive dealer in all things rare or impossible. Some call him a wizard because anything one asks for, he can give for a price, which Jen is ready to pay raccoons secret power is her only hope. So she will gladly, take his magic wand in her mouth and do as he says (sighs) except raccoon doesn't want her to kneel and open up he wants to be jen's date to her family's thanksgiving and jennifer would rather choke on him and be done because if raccoon keeps pushing she might develop a case of feelings he's just too perfect with that masculine physique uncanny eyes and a filthy mouth. Mm -hmm. Except raccoon is not what he seems and falling for a monster man with a sack full of magic is the last thing Jen needs. Okay, and then there's a consent, oh, excuse me, content note. Contains supernatural themes and ridiculous anatomy features as well as flavored cream. The (laughs) (laughs) The thing that usually happens in the epilogue is a part of the actual story, so beware. Read responsibly and don't try this at home.
1: Oh, dear God. So the the start of this book is her trying to find this guy named Raccoon. It says no one's desperate enough to come here if there's any kind of hope that they don't have to and it can be their problem can be solved otherwise. They usually wait until it's too late. So she has her cat in a cat carrier. His name is Mr. Pointy which I really liked. And when she meets Raccoon his irises are yellow. So yellow that they glowed. And she tells Raccoon that mr pointy has cancer it's inoperable and he's only three years old and so she needs a miracle and uh she says normally her cat is a little aggressive but as soon as she lets the cat out He, the cat goes straight to raccoon's legs and is purring loudly and rubbing against him. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. And so she, it says she already knows what his price is and she's ready. How do you want it? And he looks at her and he goes, When was the last time you sucked off a stranger? Sounding harsh. And it made her flinch. And she's like, Uh,
0: never. Okay, so then I think the thing he says to her after that is, Sweetheart, this isn't a place for blushing virgins. We do serious business here. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I
1: highlighted that too. And I loved this line in here. And she thinks to herself, it was the first time she was aroused by a man who was not fictional. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God, it's so true. The first thing I highlighted in this book was actually the dedication. Oh, okay. What is it? So the dedication is dedicated to everyone who looks down on romance because being (laughs) the object of dedication in a book called Full Sack Thanksgiving Erotica is the perfect karma payback. (laughs) That was pretty good. I have no words
1: for this book, so we'll just keep talking.
0: Okay, and then, so she has the dedication, and then she has another content note in the book. Mm. And the content note is so fucking ridiculous. Keep in mind, the entire book is ridiculous. Yeah. This just really, like, it's like, okay, you know exactly what you're getting (laughs) in this book when you read the content note. So the content note is... This is a work of fiction portraying unrealistic, unbelievable, ridiculous, over-the-top events and anatomy features. At one point, food is produced magically in the male protagonist's ball sack and expelled through his magic penis. And then people eat that food. So, dot, 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 run while you still can because you will not be able to unread that scene. Still here? I admire your courage and wish many steamy blessings upon you. Let's have some good laughs together. Spicy scene content, degradation, oral sex, fur fetish, cherry popping, semi public sex, magic sack tricks, and toaster. I had to highlight that whole thing because I thought that whole thing was fucking hilarious. I didn't read that. Thank God, because I probably would (laughs) have said, I'm not reading this book. (laughs)
1: Nice. <laughs> I'm not touching this book with a 10 foot pole.
0: So I have been trying to go back to the cover and starting from the cover to because this has happened to us before in books where we miss things mm-hmm. because when you open the book in the Kindle app, it automatically opens to chapter one or the prologue. Right. So sometimes you'll miss a map or you'll miss things like this content thing. That's why I missed it. What's the next thing you highlighted or the next thing you want to talk about? Well, when he tells
1: her... I want you to take me to your family. That's the price. Instead of blowing him, I want you to take me to your family's dinner and introduce me as your boyfriend. And she's like, can't I just suck you off? Because her family apparently has scared everybody. And so he gives her a quick kiss and says, the deal's sealed, let's go. And I love when she says this to him. It says, I really don't like the way you speak to me. So take care and keep your big dick energy in your pants where it belongs. I love that. I'm like, (laughs) I need to remember that line. Keep your big dick energy in your pants.
0: She hates going to her family Thanksgiving dinners, but she really, really, really loves this cat, right? So she's still a little worried that he's tricking her because as far as she knows, he will do anything magical for you in exchange for a blowjob. So when he asks her for something other than a blowjob, She's very leery. So she says to him, Swear on your balls. If something happens to him, meaning her cat, Mm -hmm. I get to kick you in the balls as many times as I deem proper.
1: Oh, God.
0: Yes, because he's so obsessed, obviously, with his anatomy. Well, all that gossip
1: saying that he's outrageous and that he doesn't care if you're a man or a woman. He doesn't even care if it's a moral request and that he normally fulfills over a dozen requests a day procuring the most unthinkable things. And I thought... I thought he's not even exhausted over a dozen times a day. Mm -hmm. And so I love this part too, where he, she says to him, I hate you so much right now. And he says, well, I'd love to hate fuck you if you need some relief. And she's like, no, you're lucky (laughs) you're so sexy. If you weren't, I don't think I'd be able to get to get it up in this hideous room. Oh, never mind.
0: That was a skip ahead. Okay, so that's funny, because those are the exact two highlights I have highlighted Oh my gosh. In, so in that exact order. So she says that thing to him. And then later on, they're in... Is it her childhood bedroom at her parents' yeah, house that, something? that her okay. mother has redecorated. Yeah, so that's when he says, you're lucky you're so sexy because <laughs> this room is hideous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
1: he, there are parts of this book which... I like. He says to her, I will fuck you today, sweetheart. I'm your bad boyfriend. I will do my duty. And she's like, your duty? And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, my duty, my obligation, my responsibility, which is to fuck you senseless and make you scream so loud. Even your mother won't be able to reason that away. To draw that little slutty girl out. He's constantly saying these
0: crazy things to her he is i also highlighted this because oh my he God, so follows that up uh the part about to draw that little slutty girl out he says because she's been behind bars for too long i see you jennifer i know mm. what you need mm. so if you're not into degradation kink this might i mean a lot of things honestly in this book might turn you off so what am i saying degradation kink is gonna be the fucking deal breaker probably not it's probably his magical nuts yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and i like that she thinks that it's the most beautiful speech that she's ever heard in her entire history (laughs) (laughs) she finds him arousing and outrageous but damn him that was Mm -hmm. a great speech
0: this whole book is outlandish so (laughs)
1: understatement i freaking love this whole chapter okay because we're just getting so can we talk about it more
0: go ahead i don't know if i have anything else highlighted from this chapter
1: so tell me what you (laughs) want to say okay so there's a couple things he asked her to be his real girlfriend and she's like what because she thinks he's super hot why would he want her and he's like you heard me i should probably warn you it would have to be um monogamous relationship and you will have to agree on one special condition and there's a knock at the door he's got her pinned to the wall she thinks it's her mother And instead of him moving away, he just says, come in. And this whole part that happens next, I have to read it. It says, he didn't move away, didn't change positions, which meant whoever entered would see them exactly as they were, pressed together, their hands all over each other. Jen's sister Rose grumbles as she opens the door. Who cares? I'm the youngest. I'm 16 and very mature for my, oh my God. And he looks at her and he says, Raccoon looks at Jen and says... You didn't tell me your sister was training to be a nun. And her sister starts yelling out, you fucking sinners. And Jen says to him, well, last time I visited, she was a Buddhist. And before that, she was a Wiccan. And (laughs) I I just love this whole part. As her eyes met his and saw the mischief brewing inside, the things rolling in in Jen's belly crystallized. It became laughter. She burst out laughing, shaking against him and hooting. He laughed with her tears streaming down his cheek. Fucking sinners, he wheezed. Fucking holy shit. You weren't kidding. This is so good. He wiped his tears. If you were my real boyfriend, my family would scare you away. He's all sweetheart. There's no scaring me away. The sooner you accept it, the better. But yes, I intend to have lots of fun today. So he loves
0: the fact that her family is over the top insane. I also liked this interaction with her younger sister, because it's so outlandish, but it's also <laughs> sort of believable yes. that this is how your families actually are. That when you go home, your teenage younger sister is going on this self-discovery exploration, <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time, she's trying to be a nun, but then she's all you fucking sinners. Yeah. And I'm like Oh my gosh, this family is nuts, but also super believable in how all families are fucked up and dysfunctional and weird.
1: Oh my god, I, you know how much it reminded me of my family? I'm like, this is all perfectly
0: holiday normal for me. Mm -hmm. each family member has a very distinct way of dealing with the holidays and how they react to things that happen around the kitchen table or as you're waiting for dinner to be done Mm -hmm. and i loved all of that
1: yeah he kisses her he tells her i'm such a lucky man had to make sure but the moment i saw you i knew he thinks she is his destiny and she's like what are you talking about and he says to her we will make beautiful babies and he walks into the bathroom
0: <laughs> yeah. oh. he's instantly like you can tell he's thinking faded mates mm-hmm. he says i knew it was you had to yeah. make sure but from the moment i saw you i knew i am such a lucky man jennifer that was sweet but right before he says this when they kiss Mm -hmm. I want to read how the kiss is described because I actually thought this was kind of gross. Okay. It says, Raccoon licked over the edges of her teeth, (laughs) pushed his tongue across hers, licked her upper lip, making low appreciative sounds. I think because they talk about the teeth thing. I don't know. It just really turned me off. That's what turned you off in this book? Good God. No, I'm just saying. (laughs) Hmm. This is not the most disgusting or weird thing that happens in the book by any means. Right. None of that freaked me out. Okay. What, can, go ahead. I was just going to say, can I wanted to talk about another one of Jennifer's family members. Oh. But we can wait if you had something. I don't know if something happens before well, we I meet her gonna, aunt.
1: Well, I was going to say, then they go downstairs and meet the rest of her family. Her aunt Rita, her father... <laughs> Her sister Rose is down there and her brother Mark and they're all sitting side by side on the couch and Raccoon is sitting in a chair closest to Rita and dazzling her with his smile. And then he he just pulls
0: Jen into his lap. So go ahead. This is another example of how fucked up families are (laughs) for the holidays (laughs) because the aunt... Mm -hmm. says, I didn't highlight the part that happens before this, but she's talking to raccoon and she says, Oh, I meant your sexual appetites. I'm sure you're insatiable. You look like a man of selective tastes too. I bet you're one of those discerning men who prefer experienced, mature lovers Mm -hmm. when given the choice. You know, I would be happy to show you the ropes when you find my niece wanting,
1: gross, gross, yeah, but the, the next part is so funny because Jen thinks he's completely unfazed and he said, there was a time I would fuck anyone, you included, madam. I was not discerning at all. You know, I let all kinds of people blow me. But these days are over. There is only one woman I want to fuck and it will always be her from now on. <laughs> he just, Doesn't miss a beat,
0: responding to her horrible, disgusting aunt. And yes, and he's also like equally horrible and forward. So it kind of shuts her down pretty quickly. That's how I am. Then her brother freaks out. He's like, are you talking about my
1: sister pal? And her brother's a weirdo. He still lives with her the parents in the a room above the garage. And he's really into MMA fighting. And he's like, yes, I'm talking about Jennifer raccoon says, as a matter of fact, I'm sporting a hard on for her right now. Want to see? <laughs> i like,
0: Oh my God. Like, oh my God. <laughs> this guy. So the whole time, this whole interaction is going on. The dad is sitting on the sofa with the newspaper and the newspaper just like goes up and down as he's like more shielding his face. Yes. He's not even participating in this
1: conversation or reacting.
0: No. So that's what the dad is doing the whole time. And then the mom, she walks in and, or she's been standing there and all she says is, would you like a mimosa? Jen's, Jen's mom stood in the doorway, a tray of drinks in her trembling hands, a brittle smile on her face. Jennifer didn't know how long she had stood there, but it looked like she had seen her precious son being choked. Oh because Raccoon did something to the brother to shut him up. Yeah,
1: Jen's afraid Mark's going to pull a knife on Raccoon like he did to her high school date Kevin for her prom, and that he'll go running away. And Mark's screaming, I will kill this fucker, and you'll thank me later. And she's like, you're not going to kick anybody. You're not going to kill anybody. And he's all enough talk! And Raccoon says to her, get off, I'll deal with him. And she's like, well, he may have a knife. And that's when they get into it and before they know it raccoon has pinned him up against the wall pressing his arm against his throat and had the knife that mark had in his belt
0: mark reminds me of drew barrymore's brother from Fifty First dates
1: <laughs> i love
0: that movie and yes you're absolutely right Yeah, that's just kind of how I picture him, like dopey, overly fitness, but a little too goofy to pull it off, thinks he's hot shit, but he isn't, protective of his sister, that's what I pictured the whole time for him. Yeah, but
1: Raccoon like puts Mark in his place and tells him, it's Thanksgiving, you're going to be polite, you're going to be calm, you're going to help your mother, you're going to help her clean up afterwards. Not once are you going to raise your voice. Not once are you going to try to hit anybody. Do you understand? Mark says, just kind of nods his head. And it's like a, a super turn on for
0: Jen, right? Yes. So all of that happened before I read that quote about the mom. But I loved the mom's reaction. Because yeah. It says her reaction was to offer everyone's everyone drinks like Mm -hmm. this is actually not so far-fetched this is so your grandmother yes you've so seen this in real life with my mother it's hilarious i should write a book people are fighting shits hitting the fan Mm -hmm. but it this is fine it's fine (laughs) does anybody want to drink (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah
1: you are well prepared for this Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, Raccoon all of a sudden looks at Jen and says, let's go upstairs. I want to baste your turkey. (laughs) And Rose, Rose starts screaming out, sinners, they're going to sin right in this house. Thou shall not fuck before marriage. It's so funny. He takes her upstairs and he's so sweet. He sits her down, puts her on his lap, strokes her hair and says, do you need to cry? She's all, I know. If- yeah. She's like, do you want to leave? I wouldn't blame you. He's like, I'm not leaving. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. He is very sweet. She said, it's only you from now on. and he- But he does say, will your brother stab me in the back or something? Should I be on the
0: lookout? <laughs> Why didn't I meet somebody that could roll with this flow? Uh, He is very roll with the punches, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. he's magical and very weird himself. So he's, he's got weird that he needs her to accept. So Mm -hmm. he has to then accept her weird. It's a great example of how relationships are. I always say everyone's a little broken and you have to pick somebody that you're willing to accept their level of broken Mm -hmm. and that you're willing to deal with those things. So he's got a lot of weird baggage. No ball sack pun intended. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so does she. So they work well together.
1: Yeah. He tells her, you know, shut your mind off. It's all right. We've got things to do. And she's like, like what? And he's all, I need to baste your turkey. Would you like it better if you undress yourself? Or do I do it? And this is when he realizes, because she's like, it says her mind is blacked out and rebooting, unable to process his words. And she's like, I don't know. I have never... And he's like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, are you actually a virgin? And she's like, he's like, uh, he doesn't say anything after that. So she thinks he doesn't want anything to do with her. And he's like, no, it's it's okay.
0: Don't worry. I was just surprised. Yes, because she went there with the intent of giving him a blowjob. <laughs> right. So when he actually finds out that she is a virgin, he's like, oh, shit. I think they... He goes from, I'm gonna fuck you in your parents' house and really live up to my bad boy reputation, yeah, to just getting a blowjob from her. But I can't remember how that progression goes,
1: yeah. And he actually tells her in this room, You have the right set of genes, we're compatible. And she's all, humans can't tell someone is genetically compatible or whatever you're saying this is. And he's like, well, sure, humans can't, but I can. I'm not entirely human, that's why. And she's just like, okay, so what are you? He's all, right now, I'm just a man in sort of a predicament. You deserve explanation, an explanation, but I'm so fucking hard. So we could fuck, but it isn't fair to you without explaining first. Or I could have you... (laughs) a wank in your bathroom
0: okay i think that's how this that's how they get yeah yeah so then he's kind of like it's i could explain it to you but it's better if i show you sort of situation yeah and
1: she says well or i could just give you a blow job and and she studied for it yeah
0: (laughs) she wanted to be prepared
1: She wanted to be prepared before she went and asked him to help her cat. Oh, and he says to her, get on your knees, sweetheart. And de- Oh, because this is when she says she wants a toast. He said, well, what do you want? She goes, well, I don't know. My toaster's broken, a toaster. And he's like, fine, get on your knees, sweetheart, and daddy will get you a toaster. And she's just laughing. She's like, is that supposed to be hot?
0: Yeah, because... She already used up her wish with him. So mm-hmm. I think he's like, wish for something else. So yes. she says, the toaster. My toaster at home's broken. So I highlighted that, that too because that was fucking funny. Daddy will get you a new toaster. Yes. And he, she goes, Was that supposed to be hot? And he says, Yes, but don't worry. I'll find the sort of dirty talky dig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then right around the time she's going to give him the blowjob, I fucking loved this part. Mm. He says, Talk to me if this is too much. We can stop, it's okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay, even this fucking book can have consent, but that <laughs> book from last week can't. Like, yeah, th- oh, stop okay. it. <laughs> I love this part. She starts giving him the blowjob and she says, Is it supposed to taste like apple cider? Yes raccoon blew out an impatient breath and pushed his hand into the hair on the side of her head i always change my flavor to something more pleasant seems only polite is apple cider okay (laughs) it's funny i highlighted that too wouldn't that be nice if they could change yes men would be so much happier we'd be so much happier he's so considerate he's like let me make my cum taste better for you yeah Mm-hmm. So she's giving him a blow job and then he basically pulls out and it says he steps away. He turns to the side. His cock strained and bulged, thickening to impossible proportion. And the next thing Jen knew, a toaster flew out of it and landed on her bed. It was in a nice mint green color with a small <laughs> black heart printed in the corner. Jen looked up at Raccoon, who was panting and grinning like a madman. It said the only sensible thing in the circumstances What the fuck just happened? Yeah. (laughs) So this is how she finds out he's got a magical ball sack. And when he comes, he can make things come out of his ball sack. This is also the time I thought,
1: what the fuck kind of book? (laughs) Are you making me read here? This is unbelievable.
0: Oh my God. It was amazing. I loved her reaction because this is the reaction any of us would have. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Right. And he says, come on, it's your turn.
1: And she's like, wait a minute. She's like, can you think of anything other than sex? There's a fucking toaster that just came out of your sack. That's not the weirdest thing that's gonna come
0: out of his nuts no. in this book.
1: <laughs> no, and I, I, this was funny because it says he's gonna perform oral sex on her. So he has her kneeling over his face. She's never done this before. He starts performing oral sex on her. She grabs the headboard of the bed for support. And then she closed. It says she closed her eyes to avoid avoid seeing the wallpaper. And I thought that must be some fucking horrible wallpaper and that she starts grinding into his face trusting that he'd throw her off if she started suffocating him <laughs>
0: oh my god yeah that was pretty good she's like well if he can't breathe he'll do something about it yeah so he ends up coming and he's
1: he's like you were, uh, we're delightfully loud and she's like oh no because her mom screamed and she's like Oh, no, because she didn't want her mother to hear what was happening. She's like, oh, mom probably just brought out the appetizers. We have to go down there or she'll be disappointed. And he's like, fine, but I'm keeping your panties. So don't flash anybody. I'm like, oh, my God, what would you do with this person?
0: <laughs> be like, you have to go. No, no, because she still wants her cat to get fixed. Her cat so- was fixed. She doesn't know that yet. Oh, okay. So she has to play out the dinner because she still wants the meds or whatever she thinks is going to happen for her cat. Okay. So they go downstairs. It turns out that uh, the dog, right? The dog got into the, the cat. turkey. or oh, the cat. The Mr. cat. pointing. Oh, yeah. The, the sick cat. That's right. Mm-hmm. and she's like oh well i'm glad his appetite came back <laughs> it's like well the yeah cat the cat, cat fucking ruined the turkey
1: he's on the table eating the turkey and her mother is having a nervous breakdown she's like fine i just won't serve turkey all- that i've done all these years
0: so raccoon has the perfect solution to this problem oh dear god <laughs> Takes her back upstairs. Dan, yeah, that and, is. Yes. And he's like, I just need a pan. Something you can put in the oven. I think you will want to blast that turkey with some heat <laughs> since it will come out of... Mm. Yeah. This one will be perfect. Come on, baby. And he takes her upstairs. Yeah. He's all, we'll be back in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Then he also tells her, just pop it in the oven mm-hmm. and all traces of my cock will be baked away. Oh. If it's still truck, you don't eat the skin. The rest of the turkey will never be in direct contact with my bits. So it will be perfectly good to eat. Oh my God.
1: She's like, I don't feel like you're seeing the whole issue here. She's like, I can't let my family eat a turkey that came out of your dick.
0: Okay. What she says is, and they won't get sick. It will be just a normal turkey. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing weird. My note is, girl, we passed the point of weird three chapters ago. Yeah. (laughs) yeah oh my god
1: she's Uh, like i guess i have to get on my knees again smiling at him and he's like afraid so she's all then i have a
0: request can you do hot buttered rum (laughs) he's all anything for you sweetheart yeah she's got to give him a second blow job in 20 minutes
1: yeah wait i have to read this part because i almost died because this is the second time It said, anything for you, sweetheart, and I really mean anything. If you were into pegging, I would let you. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, what is it with this pegging thing?
0: I've never read in the the, the millions of books I've read up until this point. My note for that highlight that I also highlighted is, oh my fucking God, what are the odds? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Yes, what are the odds? He also says when they're, making the plans for this blowjob turkey he says i need to be standing up to aim because he's going to aim for oh, the pan that's gonna <laughs> he says we don't want the turkey to land under the bed or something like, right the turkey yeah, God under the bed is the least of your concerns
1: here he's like kneel down and open up let's make a turkey and then she's like wait a minute what is your real name because she doesn't know and it's Thornton. She told
0: everybody his name was Howard.
1: Yeah. she. Everyone calls him Raccoon. Right. And she didn't want to introduce him like that.
0: So they go upstairs. She does give him the blowjob. Then they come downstairs with the turkey in the pan. The mom cooks it in the oven. Everyone sits at the table. And I'm so glad that this part was in the book because I was really like, oh my god, is she actually going to let her family eat this fucking turkey? <sighs> so she says... She does like a quick confession before everyone starts eating. She says, this turkey was made in Howard's ball sack and came out through his cock, but it's okay. Mom baked it in the oven afterward, and I'm told high heat should have removed all traces of its um, penile origins. So dig in. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, this is insane. Yes. I would have thrown
1: up on the table, honestly
0: okay but aunt rita who's a big old whore she says well you can carve me a piece of that Right? Yeah. Of <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah and she ends up telling her aunt good for you i want to have your libido when i'm 60 just keep your paws off my man
0: and we'll all be good i think i found something that's actually worse than kitchen sex can i read this quote Oh, God. Yes, go ahead. He starts fingering her at the kitchen table. Oh, yes. At the dining room table. Yes. She thinks she could hear the wet sounds coming from between her thighs. And if she could hear them, she was certain everyone else could too. Oh, my God. Just when you thought the kitchen sex was the worst thing, this is the most inappropriate thing ever.
1: Yeah, I I was like, this book is getting to be a little... Little much to me. Getting
0: to be a little much? He's had two big things come out of his dick. Well, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> The whole thing started us too much. Yes, it did. Yeah, so they
1: end up wrapping things up and they end up going home because he tells her, I want to do you. The first time I do you, I want it to be in your apartment. I don't want to do you here in this house. I want to do it. So then he tells her, he shows her before they get on their motor, his motorcycle to go. Because she's like, doesn't have underwear on. She's like, my pussy's going to freeze on this motorcycle on the way home. He's like, well, I have the answer for that.
0: He has the answer for everything.
1: Yeah, he does. And he pulls out his big, fluffy, freaking tail. This <laughs> is just just sit on this, wrap this
0: around you, and this will keep you nice and warm. She ends up sitting on the motorcycle ride back to her place with the tail rubbing all against her bits the whole ride home. <laughs> she thinks Christ. it feels a little weird, but it's not like horrible, and she's not cold, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But then. <laughs> should have known that this was going to happen. I can't remember why this happens, but they get there and she doesn't have a key to get in. Oh
1: god, yeah.
0: So he thinks, we'll just have to make us a key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there any place where we can get some privacy? I promise it will be quick. You make me as horny as a teenager. So she takes him in an alley, she gives him a blowjob. At one point she has to he has to wrap his tail around her head to shield her from view and the wind while she's giving him a blowjob. Oh, God. The whole thing is just insanity. But they get the key. They get the key. They get into the apartment. They end up having
1: sex. While they're having sex, he says to her, oh, no. First he says, you know, he tells her everything. Yes, he tells her about
0: how he's part magical creature.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And part human.
0: Yeah, because it's you know if every time he comes some magical shit's gonna come out of his penis then she needs to know what she's really getting in for
1: He's the descendant of his great-grandfather was a uh, tanuki
0: i think that's how you say that i don't know if that's a real thing or not i should have googled it
1: i should have too but i was just like oh my god this book
0: so he because they've
1: been his family's been crossbreeding with humans. The gene pool's a little diluted now because his great grandfather used to be able to do these things without having to have a partner, but he has found out he must he has to have a partner blow him in order for him to produce these things that come out of his sack.
0: So a Tanuki is a real thing. It's a Japanese raccoon dog. So I guess that's why they call him a raccoon because... Oh, yeah. And they're shapeshifters. Yeah. So in this book, they're shapeshifters. And yeah, so his great-grandfather could do with just a wank, but they can only achieve with external help, I guess, because they're part human. Mm -hmm. But then he says, great-grandfather... So it was his grandfather, right? His grandfather was having sex with his grandmother. And he was thinking about he was going to marry her. Mm -hmm. And a a wedding ring came out of his dick and lodged into her uterus. Like, oh my God. That was his grandfather, right? Or was that his parents? I think it was his grandfather. And they had to take her to the hospital. and Yeah, it was horrible. And he says... Um, a tanuki can have a nice solitary wank and boom, magic happens. When I have a wank, human jizz comes out. For the magic to manifest, I need someone else's touch.
1: Oh, and you know what? It was his father and his mother. It wasn't his okay. parents. Yeah. Yeah. So he. that's why he needs somebody to blow him in order to produce all these magical requests that people have. Yeah, so he has this long talk with her, and I love this. He goes, okay, baby, we're done talking. Questions,
0: concerns, none. Perfect. Let's pop your cherry. That's literally how it goes. Then they have sex, and I loved the end of their sex scene. I thought it was fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, but the whole time he's calling her my horny princess, my good little slut, and I'm like, yes, insulting is this something that would be offensive or
0: would we be into it I really couldn't answer that so that's what I'm saying like if you're not into degradation kink some people like this I don't like this because I like praise kink so (laughs) yeah degradation doesn't work for me like at all but if this is what you're into he's very good at the dirty talk and calling her his little slut and all those things I think it depends on what you're saying. I mean,
1: if somebody called me a horny princess, I'd be fine with that. Probably (laughs) even my good little slut. I'd be okay with that, too. Mm, Okay. As long as that's only in the bedroom and you're never talking to me like that. Well, you can call me a horny princess anywhere, I
0: guess. I I take that back. I don't care where we are. Mm, Yeah. See, I wouldn't be good with this anywhere.
1: I'm good with a lot of things you're not good with. So (laughs) because you have standards and moral and I'm not, I'm just like, it's all about the pleasure. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about the last, how this book is ending. You go ahead and talk
0: about this. Okay. So he (laughs) has sex with her. Of course he has to pull, I guess every time they have sex, he's going to have to pull out. I don't know how he's going to get her pregnant with kids. I guess he's going to have a solitary wank and do in vitro or something. I don't know know how that works. I don't either. Okay, but let's not worry over the semantics on a book like this. Ask, please. <laughs> so they're having sex. He pulls out. He goes to come, and this stuff pops out and starts raining down. And she says, "You made fucking confetti." <laughs> she said with awe, not yet laughing. And Raccoon kissed her nose and smirked. Congratulations on your deflowering, princess. Oh. I love that. That was fucking funny. He makes like uh flower not flower celebratory confetti for yeah out of his penis that was hilarious
1: yes and that is how the book ends
0: yes so what'd you think no i (laughs) want you to go first oh my god i fucking loved this book (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was hilarious Mm -hmm. this is a perfect example of a book not being serious and also not trying to be serious. Like it yeah. knew that it was ridiculous and it <laughs> leaned into it. Uh huh. I laughed so much while I was reading this book. I loved all her family members, I thought they were all super relatable everybody's gonna have some sort of weird fucked up family situation for the holidays and you kind of grin and bear it even though you hate it i mean i loved this book i thought it was great i would give this like just for the enjoyment factor alone i'd give this thing five wet panties any day of the week oh wow. wow i thought it was fucking hilarious and i usually don't like comedy books yeah you don't and this one like had me the whole time
1: yeah this book was for me it was a fast read because it was fucking hilarious Mm -hmm. i love the comeback i don't know how this woman even thought of this stuff that this guy could do it was a little over the top for me but the majority of it was great i too loved all her family members i have suffered through many, many a dysfunctional family fucking dinner. Oh, dear God. Just thinking about them makes me shiver. But um, I really like this book and thought it was funny. I would probably give it four wet panties.
0: Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know... I looked through them. They have a Christmas one. We might have to do the Christmas one. If this is the weird shit that she's giving us, I, we no. might have to do every holiday. <laughs> yeah,
1: we may have. Well, at least Santa's got an actual
0: sack because I was like, that's oh a piece. <laughs> That turkey scene was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it was funny, but it was also pretty gross. Yeah, he's like, I could shower you with riches, with items. The world is your oyster. All you got to do is blow me once a day and anything you want is yours.
1: Yeah, he tells her if they were going to have a monogamous relationship, I, you have to blow me. And she's like, I can do that.
0: Yeah, especially if he could change the flavors. Oh my God, it would be awesome. So yeah, that was a good book. That was a good find. I don't even remember how that came up, how you I found, found that it. book. Yeah, I don't know either, but okay. You I, know found I found just it realized?
1: somewhere. Hmm. We, we didn't pick a, a book for the, the next one after this.
0: Um. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to... Where's our list of... Where's I have it, but... I also have, we need to talk offline because I have
1: it and I also have some other books that I have found on Trev's Smutty Reader's Facebook page. And I'm like, oh, this book looks good. Okay.
0: All right. Well, then I guess we don't have a book to announce for the next one, but we That's will. That's how much this book threw us for a loop right yeah we're also doing this episode recording a lot earlier than we normally would normally we would have a lot more time to figure out what we're going to what we're going to read next
1: yeah because apparently when i got the news that that ultrasound of my carotid artery was fine i got a call from the doctor three days later saying it wasn't fine so now i have to go in for another test and Normally, we record on Fridays, but my appointment is on Friday, so they're going to inject me with some dye and try to figure out what's going on with my artery. So, uh, Rachel's got to drive me because I'm going to be a hot mess, and so we're not available to record on Friday, so we are doing it super early.
0: Mm-hmm. We have plenty of time to figure it out. We have literally two weeks to yeah, th- so, have the next episode I- recorded and done, so i meant to tell you
1: that and i totally forgot um that we need to get together and kind of go through some things i wrote down
0: we can do it yeah we need we- to figure out the book thing we need to sit down and go over the list of places you want to see in scotland for
1: sure so well, we can what about try to you plan that? don't you have anything you need to you need to tell me you know i don't care about that or i i'm really into this or i would prefer to go to
0: historical places or i'd prefer Prefer the great outdoors.
1: I don't know what you want to do. So we need to talk about that.
0: Yeah, I think anything you're going to say is fine with me. I'm good with historical stuff. I'm good with the gardens you want to go to. I'm good with all of it, honestly. The only vacations I don't like is when you go somewhere and you're sitting poolside or on a beach for a week that's hilarious sounds like fucking misery and i can't do it (laughs) is that so funny because i
1: feel exactly the same way and we have never even talked about this
0: yeah it's really true like i can't like i could be home
1: painting i could be home gardening i you know i can't sit still so to sit for a week somewhere
0: and do nothing but actually relax my body doesn't know how and it's not relaxing i could sit on my fucking sofa and read a book for a week if i really wanted to i love to go to cancun so i go Mm -hmm. to cancun a lot of people go to cancun and they do an all-inclusive resort and they stay in the resort for a week and they never leave the resort they lounge at the pool they swim Mm -hmm. they do the food they do the alcohol whatever that's their ideal vacation for me if i'm going to cancun two days max i can do poolside with no plans everything else i better be sightseeing yeah i want to go where the locals go i want to go to some of the touristy trap places like i want to see shit. yeah i do too if i'm going to travel i want to see
1: stuff i want to see what else is going in this great big world of ours What's happening out there in the world?
0: So I think for us, it would be good to go try to do a couple days at the reader's retreat that we've been talking about, especially if we could figure out a way to do that first. And that would help us adjust to the time change. And then we can spend a lot of time sightseeing. I love sightseeing.
1: I do too.
0: Yeah, well, we'll, like
1: I said, we need to get together and sit down and go through things and work it out and get it hammered out. Yeah, because we can start making reservations and we can start putting deposits down.
0: Okay. Very And by exciting. we
1: about we putting deposits down, I mean me. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that it's not one big outflux of money and I have a heart attack. True. Yeah, that's a good point. It'll be
0: well worth it. It'll be it'll be so worth it. Yeah, it looks really cool. Neither you or I have ever been to Europe, so it looks really really cool in pictures and of all the places
1: in Europe it's not the Louvre in France it's not Italy it's not any place it's Scotland I I don't know why I'm obsessed with Scotland I want to go ever since my manager decades and decades ago on one of my first jobs was from Scotland and would tell me how beautiful it was so I think it's going to be fun and you know we get along good and I think it'll be a good trip I do too all right, all right just think you know. all
0: the stories we could have for the podcast
1: oh dear god yeah we're gonna have to go through and some things may be sworn to secrecy not everything I... is
0: fodder for this podcast okay because we have standards <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least we like to think so just like we like to think we have listeners so it's okay
0: yeah so to all those listeners a happy thanksgiving yes think of this episode while you're at the table with your family suffering through yes
1: and we'll all commiserate well wait a minute it's just you and me and your family having thanksgiving dinner so it'll be a great thanksgiving it'll be the one time where there's no fam well you do have a 15 year old so there will be some family drama but hopefully not a lot
0: yeah i'm not worried about us i'm saying for the listeners
1: yeah good luck thank god i'm free
0: Praise the Lord, I'm free at last. Okay, sweetie. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.